going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode, uh, a very much anticipated episode, an episode that we have been pushing all over our social media and everywhere that you follow us. And I know that this will absolutely resonate with so many of you. And it's all based around this feeling that you might be dating the wrong person. And as someone who has dated for a very long time, about to be 26 here in a couple months, there is not a worse feeling, uh, especially after giving your time and energy and effort and really put it into something and someone because you thought that they were someone that they clearly are not. And you sit there and you blame yourself. Why and how could I be so bad and stupid and all these words in my judgment? And But you realize it's, and a lot of these things are actually not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of the other person. However, you still need to continue to hold yourself accountable, doing the right things. Because one other thing that I have learned in all of the years that I've dated is that this shit is very cyclical. Meaning, whatever you do to someone typically will happen to you. That's life in general, but 100% in dating. I can think about things that I did years ago or even recently, and if it was something that maybe wasn't the best or wasn't something or something I could have handled better, as much as you can say I'm sorry and apologize, it's going to get you. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but at some point, that's just how all this plays out. So I don't exactly like to fuck with karma or mess with karma in any bit of a capacity, but uh, the one thing I do want to mess with is helping you identify real problems or real things that are going on with someone you're dating today or have been dating for a while or you dated at one point in your life and you stayed too long and specific behaviors that if your partner is doing them or has done them is not exactly a good thing. And one of the other feelings that if you're having this right now while listening you got to leave this person. It's not It's not in your best interest. It's the feeling of disrespect. And when I talk about specific behaviors, specific things that people can do while you're dating them, you're going to kind of see like, holy shit, this is not good. Either A, need to talk to them about this, or B, they should just get it. There are just so many things that when you're dating someone in a relationship with someone that they should just understand and get. It doesn't matter if you guys are compatible. It doesn't matter if you guys have chemistry. It's kind of like social cues. Like you should just understand what is supposed to happen. And that comes with dating a lot of people and going on dates and putting yourself out there. And I know that for a lot of you, that's not exactly the easiest thing. And that's totally fine. But it's really important uh, because 
I want to date someone that just understands there are certain things you just cannot do. I shouldn't even have to say it. And when at times you feel like you're an extension of their parents, that's also the sign that this is not for you. You need to get out. And if you tell them that something that they're doing is making you feel a type of way, which is very common, a lot of us, especially early on daters with people, we're still getting to know them, how they are with certain things, 100% agreed. But as you continue to get to know them and be with them, if they're still doing things that make you feel type of way, you've literally said, hey, I didn't really like it when you did this, and they don't care to change it, leave them. They don't respect you in any bit of the slightest. And on this episode, I'm going to talk about these behaviors and also the reason why we begin to date someone and the things that really do cloud our judgment. Because if you sit back and really think about why you started dating this guy or why you started dating her, you kind of realize that it, and there are very baseline things that all of us, you know, begin to date or go on dates with someone with uh, for many reasons. I'm going to talk about that too. Uh, But these behaviors, guys, that I'm about to run through, if your partner is doing any of them, they don't respect you and it is on you to walk away. But before we get any farther, this episode is brought to you by our friends over at italki. Italki is the easiest way to reach language fluency. I can think back to when I moved to Miami about two-ish years ago. And for those of you that have never been, the number one language in Miami is Spanish. As confident that I was in Spanish, working in baseball around it all the time, taking AP Spanish in school, like, oh my God, I got this, I got this. There is nothing like moving to a literal foreign city in America that the number one language is not something that, yeah, you could be a little bit familiar with, but when someone comes at you and is saying all these things and you're just expected to understand it, that's when you need to look to help because without italki, I don't know if I would have been able to last in Miami as long as I have because, again, their literal system of learning a new language is amazing. Personal lessons, any language that you want, millions and millions of teachers, it is incredibly affordable, convenient, and the most efficient way to reach language fluency. I have a great and can't miss offer for all of you today. If you go to go.italki.com slash A-N-T, you're going to get a $10 credit toward any lesson of your choice. And you'll notice that some lessons are $2, $3, $4 for 15, 20, 30 minutes, even longer And that could be good for a few lessons. And then all of a sudden, you start to learn a little bit. You like your teacher. This is really helping you in what your goals are for this language. You're not going to want to stop. So again, if you go to go.italki.com slash A-N-T, you're going to get a $10 credit. The best and most efficient way to reach language fluency. If you go to go.italki.com slash A-N-T. All right, before we get into these behaviors, and this is what all of y'all have been waiting for, what's the real reason why we begin to date someone? Like, actually think about 
what it is. Maybe there's certain things that you have and you have a type and whatever that is, is amazing. But very baseline things, and I've had a lot of time to think about this. And I think you got to start looking at some other things other than these. And these being, they're decent looking, they might be easy to talk to. You guys are into maybe some similar things and you're kind of curious about what else is there. Maybe they're super into you too. You're not used to that. You're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Who is this person? And then you kind of get enamored and the clouds begin to form. And yes, while you want to date someone that maybe has all of those things and at least want to go on dates with someone that does have those very surface level things, it can be a very dangerous place to be because it will cloud your judgment if they decide to do something really messed up or they're just being who they are and you guys are not compatible. But I want to talk about some behaviors that if your partner is doing them today or has done them at any point, you're doing yourself a disservice by staying because it's not just going to magically get better in two years from now when you guys slap another title on it or you decide to get more serious in the relationship and get engaged or married and then you get kids involved and it's, you don't want to get it wrong. Uh, My family has told me this and I never really understood the value of this piece of advice, but as a man, you do not want to get it wrong because it can be a costly mistake. So right off the bat, this is probably one of the most common behaviors in someone that you have to leave. If your partner is telling you and saying, oh, well, why don't you get this? Or why don't you understand this? You're insecure. Typically, the people that are telling you that you're insecure are doing some shady shit. Take it from someone that has been in relationships that didn't work out Unfortunately, because people were doing shady shit, an action creates a reaction. You decide to not be able to shut off someone from your past. My reaction is going to be, what the fuck are you doing? That is any normal person that is dating you, especially when you are in a committed, exclusive relationship with those expectations. When you're first dating and you guys haven't defined it, it's kind of like weird because you can't really say anything to anyone because it's like, well, you're kind of just acting based off of courtesy to the other person versus expectations. So usually the people that are telling you that you're insecure are actually the ones that are doing the fucked up stuff because that's just how the dice has rolled, especially for me in my life. It's super unfortunate. However, you just got to keep showing up. Another really big problem uh, and another behavior that if your partner is doing this, you got to walk, literally run, walk as fast as you can away from them. If they're overly friendly to a point where in your gut you feel like they're flirting with most women or most guys that they see, you got to leave them. And you ask aunt, well, why, you know, they're going to come back to me and they're dating me and why are you insecure? No, that doesn't happen. When you are in a expected 
committed relationship, and I'll go back and say expected, meaning expectations, that shit doesn't happen. You cannot continue behaviors of a single person while in a relationship. It cannot happen. So before you decide to enter into something with someone, think about, okay, well, I kind of like doing this, but I don't think I'm going to be able to do this in a relationship. You can't have your cake and eat it too. That's not how this thing works because you're only going to end up hurting somebody else. Another really big problem that it will not get better unless you go to therapy, which a lot of people are not open to it. And if you're having this problem already, your partner's more than likely not going to be open to going to therapy. If the energy of the relationship is based off of their mood, like, oh my gosh, they're in a good mood. You guys are so amazing. But then they're in a bad mood. Now it feels like, are they cheating on me? Who are they talking to? What's going on? I know it's a very insecure thought to have, but as someone that has been in relationships where it has been based off of the other person's mood versus the mood of you guys together, that's a problem and it can't happen. That's just it. Another one that I have a real problem with, and I know everyone's at a different point in their lives and this is totally fine, but if you're dating someone that has no drive to do anything in life and they want to hand out again it's not just going to magically get better like this is very much similar to I have some friends that have started you know redating again and getting out of relationships and whatever their situations are but they kind of say well she does this this and this but what about this meaning like I don't know. Something that's really important to me is someone that cares about the way they look. They want to go to the gym. Not a bodybuilder, but someone that wants to freaking look good. So my friends have made comments, you know, about people that they've dated and then we're like, well, they're not really into the gym now, but maybe they're going to, no, no, they're not. They're absolutely not just going to wake up and be like, hey, I'm going to want to start doing this now, especially when they have a man or a woman in a relationship and the shit's comfortable. Before we move any farther, by the way, I have recently just read a book that was recommended to me and I recommend it to every single one of you listening to this podcast. Probably something that saved uh, me in relationships and has helped with decisions I make. The book is called 101 Questions to Ask Before You Get Engaged. Clearly, I'm not getting engaged anytime soon. I'm not with anyone to get engaged anytime soon. However, this book is 101 questions about things that you need to ask your partner before you guys decide to get to the next step in a relationship. And it's not all about getting engaged. That's the premise of the book. But this actually also makes you question yourself and question if you're ready and the questions that are in this book will actually change the way that you think about getting with someone in a capacity of dating. It is so amazing, uh, super helpful. I'm so, so enamored with becoming a better version of myself. You should be too. Again, 101 questions to ask before you can engage. It's not a promotion, it's something I read and I will recommend that book to anyone that's willing and able to commit to themselves and try and find someone 
that they can be in a relationship with because we're designed to be together as humans. We're not designed to be alone. And as much as you want your alone time, we all do. Humans are destined to be together. Another real problem, and there's probably, this is might be the last one, maybe two more. If they're not able to take accountability within their relationship, not see things that they did as wrong, not having social awareness, not having self-awareness, this is an example of a person that's just not ready and not someone that's going to be with you. I think the moral and the theme of this episode is like, if it's not good today, what makes you think it's going to be better in two years? And unfortunately, there's just some things that you cannot control, but never taking accountability, not saying, I'm sorry. Like, think of your partner that you're dating right now. Have they ever been able to tell you like, oh my God, I'm so sorry that I did that to you. I'm really sorry. I didn't know it made you feel that way. I'm committing to doing X, Y, and Z to never let that happen again. If your partner that you're dating right now does not give you that level of assurance, communication, leave them. They're not ready to be in something that could be serious or is serious today. And the tip of the iceberg for things that if your partner is doing, you need to run the fuck away. Lying in any bit of a capacity. Um, I have a real problem with this. I'm someone that is so incredibly loyal, so incredibly nice, sweet, genuine, kind. And when you start to date someone for the reasons that I mentioned earlier, they're decent looking, easy to talk to, blah, 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 all that stuff. Those things cloud your judgment for these things that I just ran down. And if you're sitting there listening to this and you're like, well, yeah, of course I would never want to date someone that is doing any of these behaviors. I once sat there and said the same thing. But it's until you start to develop feelings and they get deeper and deeper that it sort of clouds the judgment for things that you just cannot allow to happen. But I can tell you from my experience with dating, I had a situation where basically, and this was some time ago, quite some time ago, where I asked someone, have you ever cheated? And the answer was no, I haven't. So I felt really good and confident. I always ask that probably on the first date. I can never be with someone that's cheated. I think people that have cheated can never change. I don't, I will never change my opinion. The second that you are unloyal to someone, you can never be re-loyal to. It's impossible to. There's just no, no way to see around that. I know that is very much like a tunnel vision sort of thought and maybe with time and age I'll change, but um, the unloyalty part is just something that can't happen. But anyway, I was out on a date and I asked a specific person again quite some time ago, like, have you ever cheated? And they said, no, I felt super comfortable. Then as we kind of started to get more comfortable with one another, we started to talk about more things and things started to come out. Then it went from, okay, well, I never cheated to actually I was on this trip and I kind of did kiss someone, but my boyfriend didn't care. So it's fine. And then I didn't really feel bad about it because he didn't care. What? Are you fucking serious? So wait a minute, 
I'm taking that at face value from when you told me you've never cheated on someone to now all of a sudden you literally kissing somebody else is cheating. Last time I checked, cuddling up with someone else is cheating. Last time I checked, like we're going to do an episode probably on cheating and like what is and what isn't cheating because dating in 2023, well now 2024, if you're listening to this in the new year, by the way, happy new year. The social media thing has made this so incredibly challenging. But lying just can't happen. And all of you guys are out there like, no shit, Ant, we know. All that I'm saying is that when you enter into a relationship or you start dating someone where there's expectations, don't get clouded by the very much baseline and surface level things because it could end up biting you in the ass so much harder later. And you don't want to be the guy sitting there that had doubts about the relationship a couple months in, maybe even a couple weeks in. You didn't address it, and then you're now two years into a relationship that's not good, that completely has wasted your time and has taken you away from meeting somebody else that could be really great for you. But anyway, that's the episode. Um... There's just some things people shouldn't have to tell you to do. Like, you got to get it. And if the person you're dating is not one of those people that just gets it, they're not just going to wake up in two years and get it. It's on you to leave them. It's on you to put yourself first. And it's on you to not allow disrespect. And all of those behaviors that I just listed are straight, direct examples of disrespect. Saying you're insecure, but then they're the ones being shady. Not being able to shut people off from the past. Being overly friendly with people of the opposite sex. Like, that, that, like there's just so many of these things that just can't happen. And I'm going to back up. Not overly, friend, overly friendly. Flirting. Let's just call that what it is. I'm not going to fucking beat around the bush there. But there's just these things, guys, that if your partner's doing them, leave them. It's not just going to magically get better. I promise. And this all has stemmed from that feeling. And I feel for you uh, if you are in this right now. And you might honestly feel worse right now, but it does get better with time. The feeling of dating someone that you shouldn't be dating. Someone that you're not compatible with. And unfortunately, you've stayed a little bit longer than you should. However, that's why this episode exists. That's why we're here and that's why I unfortunately have gone through uh, all these traumas in my life of dating to provide you with hopefully some clarity to avoid trauma. I think this is very avoidable if you just sit back to yourself, take some time and think about, okay, what has he or she done? What are the good things? What are the bad things? What are things that I can put up with? But what are sort of non-negotiables? And when you do that, you're going to feel much better about yourself and the current trajectory of where your dating life is today or where you are in your relationship with someone. But do not stay with someone that continues to do behaviors that are just flat out disrespectful, especially after you have gone to them and said, hey, this bothers me. I don't want you doing this. That's not control. That's respect. And you got to find people that respect you. And the final thing before we wrap this, this may be the best piece of advice you will ever hear from me. 
as I mentioned, I have been dating for five, six years, maybe longer. How old am I? I'm 25, turning 26. So probably a little bit longer, but around that time frame. I have seen a lot of shit. I have a lot of great and older friends. I have family members that are like married, engaged, other friends that are in committed relationships. Again, just had one that got married uh, pretty recently too. And I'm always so curious to ask about dating and stuff because, well, you're welcome. I'm doing this for you. And I always ask the question about like, what is the thing that you look for in a person? And everyone's different. We all know that. And we all want different things and we want different things with people. There is one trait in someone that you, if you find it and you're lucky enough to find it in your life, don't ever let it go. And it's this trait. You can meet people and they can be nice or they can be assholes and they could be mean and they could be too nice or whatever the phrases are. But if you meet someone that is kind, keyword there, kind, don't lose that. There are what now feels like a very short list of people left that are genuinely kind. And that feeling of kind is like when you're around them and you don't really ever want to leave them, but yet you know how you've been in dating and you've always been independent and needed your own space and all these things, but they're just so kind, awesome, and amazing and you don't ever want to leave them in any bit of a capacity. We all need space, I know that, but... Don't leave a kind person. I have absolutely ran across a few people in my life that are kind. You're asking, well, why didn't it work? There's a multitude of reasons why. Uh, Probably not because of me, but again, that's not my fault. I can't control that. But the best thing you'll ever hear on this podcast of over 100 episodes that we've done, not that I know what you want or what you're looking for, but I do know what makes people genuinely happy. When you find a kind person, and I take such, such honor that I have two of the best parents to ever live, the best sister, the best person I have ever met in my life, and some of the best friends that you could surround yourself with. And the reason that I am the way that I am today in being kind is because of those people. There's no other way around it. It's the product of your environment, as people call it, like how you were raised, the environment that you were in. It really does matter, all of that shit. And I can tell you that if you pride yourself on being kind, on being a good person, good things will happen for you and they will pay it forward. It might not feel like it today. It might be really fucking hard out there on the apps, By the way, don't just sit on the apps and sit on your couch and swipe. The apps are designed to keep you on there. They're not designed to be deleted like their marketing ploy says. They're designed to keep you on there and to keep you swiping. It's a business. You probably pay for it too. That's fine. You can use it, but like I say all the time, yeah, maybe you're getting a little bit hotter in your life, but odds are you're really great looking right now. If you've been listening to this podcast, you're doing every damn thing possible to be the best version of yourself. Why sit at home when you could have the ability to go out and meet someone that you could be with forever? 
I always say that. Any night that you're like, no, I don't want to go out. No, I don't want to go do this. Think about you not going to do that could put you back significantly because that person that you're maybe destined to meet and be there and is there, you're not going to meet. But then you're also like, well, if I'm not going, then I'll meet them when I'm ready and it'll happen when it's meant to be. We've talked about that before. That's very true, but you got to keep showing up. And even when it gets hard and people are shitty and people do fucked up things, you have to remember it's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. And the only thing you can do is control yourself and control how you treat people. So we're going to wrap this episode up. We're going to wrap this year up on the best thing you'll ever hear from me, probably the best piece of advice I've ever given. And it actually makes so much sense and shouldn't really cost that much, but finding a kind person, it's like a needle in a haystack. But when you get there, don't let it walk away. Don't let it run away and fight like hell for it because those things, they don't come around very often. That's the episode. Shout out to italki for sponsoring this episode. Again, go to go.italki.com slash A-N-T, $10 credit for your lessons to reaching language fluency. If you want to re- learn a new language and reach that language fluency, italki's got you covered. Also, we have some new merch at antantmerch.com, new podcast merch. We cleaned up the look a little bit. There's some pieces left. I want to give a huge shout out to all of you that participated in our Cyber Monday sale. We sold a lot and it's because of you that we can continue to do episode after episode and really grow this thing into the vision that I do have going in the future. And as we move into the new year, obviously our ambitions are to get a studio and make this thing video and be in probably a different state Stay tuned for that. A lot of crazy things are about to happen within uh, the next year of this podcast, but it's because of you that has made that possible. I know people just say that, but it's a true fact. Like We cannot do this without y'all's support. So again, thank you so much. Also, you can head to antforall.com slash partners to check out deals and discounts with our other fabulous partners. Oh, hey, by the way, check out our new Instagram at Stand In On Procedure. We changed the name up a little bit. We wanted a cleaner look, a little bit of a rebrand uh, as we move into the new year with a lot of new changes happening. That Instagram is tagged in my personal. If you don't want to type that out, please give it a follow. As I mentioned in the previous episode, we are moving all of our podcast content to that Instagram. So we really do appreciate all of you that have followed us so far and uh, will continue to follow us going forward. But Clips will be posted there, quotes, did you knows, crazy things about this podcast, and really all things standing on procedure will be on that Instagram. That will be the nonstop shop, uh, as people say, for your information for this podcast. So please check it out. Please follow us. That helps us. And again, thank you so much. With all that being said, have a great rest of your week. Have a great rest of 2023. Go into 2024 with a positive mindset. Look for the kindness when you're dating. I don't give a fuck how hot they are. I don't care how pretty they are. I don't care if they do this or they know this person or their job is this. I don't give a shit about that. If you find a kind person, don't let it go. 
Stay safe out there, guys. Again, have a great rest of your year into 2024. I am so honored to continue to do this for all of y'all. And as we move into the new year, it's only going to get better. So thank you very much. Thank you so much for your support from all of us here at Standing On Procedure. And I will talk to all of you later. Yeah, I'm still proud of-